Welcome to this um, morning session. Um, I'm Kate Bulkley. This is the PSB Commissioner Conversation Session. Um, my feeling is that with Ofcom's urging to the PSBs to lean into children's programming or face possible repercussions, and also many of you may have been to the BFI Young Audiences Content Fund session yesterday, obviously that coming out of the mist, uh, means it's an interesting time to be in a PSB kids commissioning seat, and we've got a lot of the senior people with us here today, so I think it'll be a very interesting conversation. Um, I mentioned the BFI YSC fund at the top. I also mentioned the um, increased commissions, or let's say leaning into children's content in a bigger way because of Ofcom. But this is a really competitive landscape, as you all know, with YouTube, with SVOD, and obviously we've got Disney Plus coming. So it's a very, I think will be a very interesting conversation. What we're going to do is each one of our uh, panelists, and we've got a double act on the end, which I'll explain in a second, um, are going to talk through what it is they want, what they're looking for. And that's, of course, what, that's the meat. You know, what, what is it they want? Where are they? What are they thinking? And then we'll talk a little bit um, among ourselves about maybe some of the trends, and then we'll get to you, uh, the audience, at the end. So I'm going to introduce everyone first, and then we'll get going. Um, I'm going to start at the far end, where we have our double act. You might notice there are two ladies at the end. They're both named Louise, which is helpful for me as a moderator. Um, the, the one on the far side is Louise Maho Maloney. She is Acquisitions and Programming Manager for Milkshake, which obviously is part of Channel, 4, Channel 5. Next to her is another Louise. This is Louise Bucknell. She is VP Programming at Viacom International Media Networks, Kids, UK and Ireland. Louise is responsible for leading the strategic, editorial, and operational aspects of Milkshake. So basically, she's the other Louise's boss, right? Yes, OK, yes. there we go. Um, <laughs> and the reason that we have, uh, oh, and I should also say she's on, uh, she also oversees Nickelodeon, Nicktoons, Nick Jr., and she's also on the YACF advisory panel, which is the BFI fund. Um, the reason we have two Louises is because one of the Louises, Louise Bucknell, has lost her voice. Now, gee, I don't know how she did that with yeah. all this talking and parties, I can't imagine. I don't know. Right. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna struggle through here um, with the double act with Louise. Okay. Next to the double act, Louise, we have Carl Warner. He's the new controller of E4, which is C4's digital channel aimed at 16 to 34. As part of this, Carl ran his own production company. He made shows like The Class of '92 and Million Pound Menu. Uh, next to Carl, we have Sean Ed. Wynne Roberts. She is a content commissioner at S4C. She commissions all the children's content on preschool brand uh, Q, and she also the older skewing uh, staunch channel uh, that they have. Uh, and uh, what, where was I? Last but not least, we have... Gone, I've gone backwards here, sorry, is Simon Tompkins. Simon Tompkins is manager of program strategy, new and future audiences at ITV. I love that, new and future audiences. <laughs> to infinity and beyond, yes, okay. Yeah. Um, he manages the programming and scheduling of uh, ITV's youngest skewing channels, which is obviously ITV2, ITVB, and CITV. So welcome, uh, Simon. Um, let's start with Simon, let's start with you. So I think you have a, a showreel to start. Do you want to say something before we run the showreel? Um, it's a mix of uh, what we've been showing on air for the last 12 months and a little bit of a preview of shows still to come. Okay, great. So, can we just start the showreel? I promise that you'll never find another like me. Yes! Such drama! Let me keep you company. 
That would take longer and be more entertaining. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Simon, why don't you talk us through? I think your slides up. Yeah. So this is yep. obviously a little hard to see. So you who are sort of can't see it, we're going to talk through it. Um, but there's a theme here, right? It's, there's a lot of the points that start with live. So why don't you talk us through what it is you're looking for? Okay. So up there, I know there's a uh, quite a lot of information, but this is the commissioning opportunities for CITV. So you can see uh, it's all live action. So we're looking at three areas, and this is all part of the Young Audiences Content Fund. So this is what we're looking for. Uh, you've probably seen the press release that went out um, last week. You can go onto the ITV commissioning website. All the full details are there of uh, exactly what we're looking for. So we're looking to commission in live action. So there's three areas. The first is a scripted series. So a comedy or drama. We're looking ideally at 13 by 30 minutes. Uh, single camera, shot on location outside of London, uh, set in a relatable precinct with recognizable characters that the core CITV audience will really recognize. What is that puffing noise? Can we fix know, the audio, guys? Do you hear the puffing? I think it's when you talk. Say something. It is. But Did you hear that? He finishes and he goes. Pfft. Anyway, if you can fix it, our audio people Sorry got it. We'll, we'll carry on. We'll carry on. Yeah, so set in a relatable that. precinct, which means obviously so, like a known place is what you're trying to say. Relatable precinct. Relatable. Yes, a known, recognizable place. Okay, Big Ben or something. I mean, is that what do you mean? Well, it can Landmarks. be a school, um, okay. a youth club. Got holiday it. park, you Got know, it. somewhere where kids okay. have been in their lives and kind of understand. Okay, good. Um, the next one is a live action game show, challenge show. Okay, okay. so uh, CITV have been uh, very active in the past mm -hmm. with uh, game shows. Maybe so we have a handheld you could use because it's very annoying. So within the, uh, within the last year, we've commissioned uh, two uh, game shows. Um, so we had the second series of uh, Spy School, as well as... Spy School, that's right. Yep. And what's uh, the other one? Uh, Project Z. Right, that's right. Um, and that's the one you did in... Yeah, with uh, S4C, with S4C. Did okay. the original uh, right. Welsh language version. Yep. So, yep, game shows, key part of uh, CITV. So we're looking at a uh, Thank maximum. You. Thank you. So hold it up. Yep. yep. There you so go. So we are Better. looking... Uh, again, 13 by 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, can be studio-based or location, and originality is a priority because we've had a number, as I say, 
of game shows on the channel in the past. So if you look at the two examples I just mentioned, you know, one was letting kids become spies, one was kids escaping from zombies in their school. <laughs> so, you know, the bar, the bar is high. <laughs> so no zombies and no spies. Well, originality. Originality. Okay. Uh, yes, but but if you want a zombie spy, you could. Okay, maybe know. a zombie spy, okay. Um, and finally, the third area that we're looking at, again, live action, is a make and do arts and craft show. So again, we're looking at a maximum of 13 by 30, studio-based, uh, give the audience the inspiration to get creative. So, um, <coughs> as I say, we uh, put this tender out last week. I hope a lot of you saw that. The press release went out. Uh, further information is on the ITV commissioning uh, website. And you have a deadline, right? Yep, the deadline is Friday the 30th of August, so there's about two months to go. And then how fast will they hear back if they get it in by that deadline? Will it be three weeks, six months? Um, we can't put a fine kind of date okay. on it. It all depends on the number of submissions that we receive. Okay. Um, but we are looking to get some new projects on screen in 2020. So, you know, we've reacted to the fund very quickly. This is our very kind of public declaration of support for the fund. And the email address is there. So that is the way to submit. So the CITV budget's gone up by, I think, 10%, right? That's correct. So where are we now? Sort of 3 million, 4 million? What is your total budget? Uh, I can't, uh, you can't, say can't that. comment okay. on that. And wh what kind of tariffs are you looking at for these? I mean, can you give us a ballpark for what you'd be willing to give these fine people for making lovely live action shows? It all depends on the scale of the project, but as always with CITV, the competitive market rates. Okay. One thing I did want to say before we go on to um, uh, Sean Ed is I don't see any call for animation here. So you really, you feel like you have enough. So we've been quite active recently in the world of uh, UK animation. So you saw in the showreel there uh, two projects, the rubbish world of Dave Spud, which launches in the autumn. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great show uh, set in Manchester, great voice cast, people like uh, Jane Horrocks, um, Johnny Vegas, and also Lloyd of the Flies, which is a production with a project we're doing with Ardman. Right, so yeah, cool. Uh, so, really, up. so you really don't need any more animation well, with our at the moment? Ongoing commitment with new episodes of Mr. Bean, Thunderbirds Ago, RoboZuna, we feel we need to rebalance the channel. So live action for the moment is our priority. Perfect. So that's what we're using the fund at the present moment for. Great, really, really interesting. Thank you so much, Simon. Okay, so Sean Ed, um, you've got a showreel. Tell us what's going to be on this showreel or cue it up for us. Well, I've chosen three programs that kind of share with you what, what we are, really. So the first one deals with death for preschool. And we're not pulling any punches. We're not pretending. It's, uh, you know, um, we don't understand this. Death happens to your pet or, or a, a grown-up or, or a friend. Um, it happens. It, it hurts. And you're not going to see them again. So, you know, that's very, very difficult subject to deal with for preschool. The second one is a format that we're really proud of, which has been mentioned already. Um, and uh, it's, uh, uh, it's a format that's really risky. So we like being risky because we're small. We can just take risks. And in the 
case of Project Z, I mean, it just kind of went from strength to strength. And uh, so that, that's been great for us. And the third clip comes from a season that we had about a month ago. And this was for uh, our stunch slot, which is a kid slot. And it was dealing with uh, LGBT issues and a season of programs in all kinds of formats. My So here are your commissioning priorities. Why don't you talk us through those? It looks like dramas first. Well, the interesting thing about this is that, of course, uh, as Simon mentioned, we're really, really excited about the fund. And all of these commissions, apart from one, actually comes out of um, the ambition that we have for the fund. So there are mainly things that we can't do because we're quite a small budget. Uh, so the first one is an ambitious dra uh, drama for kids. Um, we're open to any kind of ideas, any precinct, any, um, you know, it, it will probably be either six times 30 or eight times 30 uh, for delivery and broadcasting in 2020, 2021. You said to me in the uh, green room that you wanted, you were sort of interested in scam. Is that is that the drama or is that more for the innovative format? I well, that's more the innovative format because we've, we're really impressed by what's happening in Scandinavia and as a small country, you know, small language, um, uh, you know, we, we really have to reach out. We're finding it, finding it so difficult to punch above, you know, Netflix and all the fantastic content that kids can access. Because all of our all of our, our content is in Welsh, but of course our kids also speak English, and they can uh, and they can watch anything they like. Um, so the these innovative formats are very very appealing to us. They could be short. So the, I don't know if you know about Scam or the Shame or any of the others. They're basically multi-platform, uh, massive kind of uh, the, on on social media. So you've got content on the TVs on on other platforms. Um, characters will have their own 
the Instagram page and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff happens. So that, that's appealing to us. Um, but it doesn't have to be like that. So uh, I'm actually looking for completely innovative, you know, if you've got maybe it could be documentary, it could be uh, scripted or non-scripted, it could be any kind of content. I'm just really interested in talking about brand new formats and brand new ways of reaching the 13 to 16s, mm -hmm. uh, which again is a completely new audience for us as a result of the YCF. And then the other thing I can't find anywhere is an animation for kids with a female lead that doesn't involve any unicorns or pink or anything like that. <laughs> so if you've got a project um, that you, you're looking for um, a, a pre-sale or acquisitions, you know, we're not talking about a massive investment here, um, but definitely if you've got a project with uh, feisty girls, um, you know, cool kids, girls that are funny, clever, and so on. You know, well, we know girls are funny and clever, but you know, we just want to see them on screen. <laughs> and um, um, please come and have a chat. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to draw your attention to is that the Celtic nations have a call out at the moment, and you will find it on that URL, which is incredibly long. Um, but there, there's a call out for two formats. One is drama for kids, and the other one is factual entertainment for kids. So we're working with our partners in, um, in Ireland and Scotland for, um, you know, for, for brand new content. Again, hoping that companies can then put it into the fund. So the fund is really making a, different for, a, a difference for us. And it means that we can really venture into a, um, a new kind of content, new format and new audiences, which is great. That's very exciting, actually. You're really right. Exciting. I mean, you're being much more ambitious, really, because of the fund, which yes, is great. Yes, definitely. Okay. Especially in the in the older group. Yeah. In the older group, right? Right. So get your pitches in to um, to Seanad. Um, Carl, let's come to you now. Now you have a show reel. I think it's about the new teen proposition. Do you want to cue that up for us? What what talk about the teen? Yeah. So this is a um, I suppose probably best described as a mood tape um, that captures this kind of tone and ambition for the teen proposition uh, that we've just recently announced. Uh, so yeah, should we have a quick watch of it? Okay. Let's get on with the show. Hello. Banter, banter, banter. I consider myself an Instagram famous. I've got 15,000 followers on Instagram. I love it. Who has been the best kisser over the years? Georgie Porter. Oh, I found someone who just got me on every single level. Do you think that you've ever been in love? I think maybe you confuse lust with love. <laughs> <laughs> Some people go get over it. I got that from Pride. I always wanted to be male. I wanted to be my parents' son. Before I moved into the hostel, my life was really stressful because I was pregnant as well. If I could go back and say, what are you doing? Chill out, mate. It's about expressing yourself, being loud, like, be yourself, be crazy. Have You got a peak. Yeah. Peak, that's uh, it, you know. You should see me in winter, I'm basically see-through. <laughs> I realised I'm not a gay girl, I'm a straight guy. God, yeah, that is quite a shocker. You know, I have that cheeky ring. Hey, you can't have chicken in the Did you just puke? Beyonce is meant to be the perfect woman. This is going to make you poo. Hi. Um... Straight for the stump. What makes a good sex? Normally, I just send him a picture of my willy. Wow. It's really important for me to be there for other people who are experiencing the same thing that I am. Kind of realise that it's okay to be like not stick thin. The more that I stand out, the less that they bullied me. Mental, mental, mental. What's going on? Yolo like a pro, bro. 
looks good. Let me get a pen. What's got more bang for it? You're on the front cover of Attitude magazine. A black gay character on the show. He represents a lot of different people. Exciting <laughs> times, eh? Carl, we've heard a lot about this um, teen proposition, you know, the seven-figure sum, so we're all assuming yes. it's at least a million uh, that you're yes, putting into this. Okay, but you can't say any more than that. No. Tell us a little bit more about it, though. I mean, what is it exactly that you're, I mean, it's digital first, so it's actually not going to show up on Channel 4. It'll be on YouTube. YouTube, that's right. Insta. So, so we're, we're going, so this will be launching in the uh, sort of January 2020 or the beginning of uh, 2020. Um, uh, We've uh, committed to a seven-figure sum, as you said. Um, it will sit on YouTube. We've, we've decided YouTube is probably the best platform to reach that audience, 13 to 16-year-olds. Um, it'll be its own channel. Um, there won't be any, any advertising, so it'll be a, a safe uh, space for, for that audience. Um, and our ambition is to release a new video a week, so it's about 150 videos um, in, in total over the year. Um, that doesn't quite work, those numbers, but yeah, it will be uh, um, at least one a week, uh, one new video. And that, that sometimes that'll be completely new content, or it'll be content that we've um, repackaged um, uh, for that audience uh, from mm -hmm. content that we already have. Um, so, how much will it be new commissions? I mean, 50 50 or 20? Out of that number, yeah. it's hard to say. I wouldn't know. Um, oh, you don't yeah. know. But not out of that number, because in the end, it will be, it, we'll commit that amount of money to it. Uh -huh. How many exact hours we get from that, right. I'd say, at this stage. Right. Um, so, um, so yeah, and it's based around those three pillars that we, we sort of teased out in that tape. So uh, the first being uh, aspirational, um, which sort of speaks to those kind of influencers that might do makeover videos, um, or, or you might uh, get sort of stories about business um, or making money. Um, uh, so sort of themes that we, we, we know that that sort of uh, part of the audience are, are interested in. Uh, funny, which is kind of obvious. Uh, we will look at things <coughs> that are in that kind of hidden camera space. Also scripted, we've, we've done some scripted for that audience recently, and it, it worked really, really well. Um, so, and then the final is real, which is called real. So, aspirational, funny, and real. And real is about more of those authentic story uh, stories, uh, and sometimes quite hard hitting. Um, but that they, they have, yeah, importantly, they have that authenticity. So, um, so yeah, those those are three themes. We're we're going to appoint an editorial lead uh, for for this whole. Um, uh, proposition in probably autumn time. Um, so that person will be the best person to approach with new ideas. Um, they'll be able to break down the budgets uh, and give more detail around that as well. And what should they be doing now? Should they be pitching now or waiting till this lead comes into play? Um, I mean, they, I, I, I'm sort of involved in it, so you can absolutely start talking to me about those ideas or projects. Um, but it will make more sense once the editor leads in place. OK. And just one more question, because it's interesting now. You're really pushing this to YouTube. Yeah. Will this content end up at some point on a actual linear channel or on all four or not? Yeah, I mean, I think if if the content feels like it should, absolutely. It um, okay. Linear is still really important for us um, across the portfolio. So, um, yeah, our ambition is to obviously find great content, shows, formats, right. um, whatever it might be, and, and to give them the biggest sort of platform. 
Now, obviously, that's not going to be accessible for the youth audience's content fund because it's YouTube and they that's won't right. fund that. So talk about how it would do yes. with... So this is really exciting. I'm, I'm, lots of people, I think, are probably excited about this, but um, this is massively exciting for us. I assume you all know about how the, how the fund works. That's right. We've probably uh, talked a lot about it already. Um, but for, for E4 particularly, and that's obviously the area I'm mostly focused on, um, it's creating lots of new opportunities, particularly around the scripted um, sort of space uh, and, and in drama because that has become a riskier um, area for us to invest in because of the Netflixes of the world and the saturation of, 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 um, of drama, uh, big budget drama. Um, so this gives us a real opportunity to do some drama for that particular audience. Um, and we're already looking at um, uh, one project um, in that space, but we're also looking at a game show um, and we're also looking at a factual drama um, and, and a sort of brand extension of, of something we've already got. So it's quite a varied um, uh, range of, of things that you can pitch in for that. Um, and there's no one commissioner looking after um, uh, the contestable funds or pitches at Channel 4. So whoever you have a relationship with, um, you should just approach them. Okay. Then you wanted to talk a little bit about comedy, I think. Comedy entertainment? Yes. Well, so, so um, again, I, mean, I know you'll probably know this. Um, E4 is obviously targeting 16 to 34s. That's our, that's our main uh, focus. But our sweet spot really is 16 to 24. So the sort of upper end of, of uh, the teen audience. Um, uh, but, but comedy is massively important to us. Um, we've recently put briefs out around uh, that area, so uh, sort of low-cost comedy entertainment formats um, that have a sort of real punch and, and sort of cut-through value to them. Um, anything that feels too sort of soft or low concept uh, probably won't really cut it for us, I'm afraid. Um, but but that's, a, that's a really important area for us. It, we're supercharging it, um, and it's a fast track to new and established talent. So some of the things we've re announced recently, like Pants on Fire, has quite a big name host in that with Emma Willis, um, but it have lots of new uh, comics and uh, talent coming through as well. Uh, and we think that kind of combination uh, is probably the best formula uh, for getting these shows uh, noticed. And then, in the fact, should I just keep going? Yeah, keep yeah going. I'll keep going. I'm on a roll. I'm not going to stop. That's fine. Um, uh, and in fact, then um, we're looking for low cost fact then. Um, our sort of average tariff for that um, is about 150k an hour. Obviously, we're always, you know, uh, pleased when people say they can do it for less than that, and, and, it, and it does make the proposition much more appealing if you can. But that's our average tariff. So, and, and by fact, then I, I mean things like tattoo fixes, don't tell the bride. Uh, we would love uh, our version of a come dine with me. That's obviously the holy grail. Yeah. And, and could you do a youth skew, uh, a sort of much more youth skewed, uh, skewing uh, uh, version of that? Would be brilliant. And on the other the end of that kind of fact and reality spectrum we're looking for a very big uh, event piece for next year uh, that might run for sort of five or six weeks um, it, it's what you'd expect in terms of the sort of dna of these shows iconic location uh, a sort of fi a fixed iconic location an aspirational cast um, a fast turnaround uh, uh, sort of delivery so it means the audience can interact with it um, so, so, so that's a big priority for us. Uh, and, then, and then finally, comedy in the scripted space, uh, Fiona and her team have just put out a brief. Um, and we're looking for gang shows, um, uh, quite rude, uh, <laughs> 
lots of sexual references, frankly. Um, uh, don't hold say, back, is whenever, what you're saying? I know, yeah, don't hold back. Whenever I say it, I sort of feel like I'm like some sort of weird pervert, but um, uh, loads of sex, come on. Um, but but it, again, it's often the, the formula uh, that, that works for this audience, you know, the best of it being the in-betweeners. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I think I've got an example of a clip. Uh, do you? Do I play that now? I don't know if we have that. Do we have another do we clip? Have, yeah, here? we do. Yes, yeah. we do. Okay, so, so, let's so this is, this is um, I don't know how many of you saw this. This is Dead Pixel. I should warn you, I feel, it's quite, there's some, you know, swearing and all the rest of it in this. Um, uh, but I, I, was, um, I was unsure. It's not on my commission, um, so I'm just really glad to have it. It's, it's done brilliantly for us, particularly young audiences. Um, it's been quite a pure profile, actually. Um, and uh, it's about gaming, gamers. Um, and I was sort of, I sort of worried about it because gaming is often quite a difficult subject to translate to telly, particularly linear. Um, but the writing is brilliant. Um, it's the same writer that writes f for Succession. I don't know if you've seen that HBO series. Um, but it's brilliantly written. Uh, and there's, I always think, a sort of difference between a, a sort of low-rent knob gag and a high-quality knob gag. <laughs> this, high-quality knob gags. Um, so, yeah, anyway, it's dead pixels. <laughs> I think we should see this. Atin, right? Can we help you, love? Meg, it's me, Russell, from work. Oh! You made a woman. You're a massive woman. I know. I'm a massive woman. I'm basically the biggest possible woman. <laughs> I love this game. Quack, quack, quack. I'm a giant running woman. Oh, boy. We have a casual among us. Wait, my mouth's moving when I speak. Amazing. How does it do that? How does it know what I'm going to say? It doesn't. No, it does. Look at, look at me. I'm talking. 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 It's just flaps. The mouth just flaps regardless. Because I can say, I'd like a ham bagel, or I can say, I'm dying of throat cancer, and it's exactly the same. Look at the sun. Look at the other sun. Look at the plants. Look at that plant. Mushrooms? It's got bloody mushrooms in it. Oh my god, if you sheath your weapon, I'll unsheath it again. It looks like wanking. <laughs> oh, brother. Another genius who discovers wanking hands and thinks he's Thomas Edison. Uh, actually, could you just stop doing that? We just we just tend to take a very dim view on it as as a community. So what are we doing? Long view. The citadel's fallen into the hands of the Red Spawn, and their leader, the Hive Mother, has banished all dissident factions. So that's your hunchbacks, that's your humans, that's your Amazonians to the outer rim, where we formed into a rebel alliance known as the Jade Knot, headed up by a charismatic but itinerant barbarian by the name of Tanadal Kwan. But now the Hive Mother's on the throne, so politically, the Ninth Kingdom is just roiling. It's a powder keg, it's just roiling. So what we're doing? We're grinding. We're repetitiously slaying low-level brown bears in exchange for very small amounts of gold. It's essentially factory work. Why are we doing that? To buy our castle back. Also, when I accrue sufficient experience points, XP, I'll level up and there'll be a little red banner on screen and a tinging sound and it'll trigger a tiny dopamine rush in the mesolimbic pathway of my frontal lobes and for that second, I will momentarily forget about death. Quack, 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 I'm a giant wanky woman. <laughs> great. Wonderful. <laughs> I can see what you mean. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad, Kate, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's great. We'll, we'll come back to more with uh, C4. So let's now I'm going to go to the double act, Louise. Um, 
So I'm not sure who's going to speak. Probably the other Louise. But um, we have a show reel. Does somebody yeah. want to yeah. cue it up? Yeah, the show reel, which is milkshake. Just show it, or do yes. you want to say something about it? Um, so Milkshake is preschool brand on Channel Five. Um, breakfast block. We are the only terrestrial that has content on. And uh, yes, it's the show reel. This is quite old. <laughs> Everyone, I think we're ready to start. Yeah! Come on, then, let's get stuck in. Good morning, milkshakers. Are you ready for an adventure? Oh, yes! <laughs> Today, we celebrate Chinese New Year. Hooray! This is fun! <laughs> Come on, Pumpy. Naughty, naughty! I need to investigate. Now, this is your current yeah. series slide. Do you want to talk us a little yes, bit through that? Yes, so these are some of our current series. Um, as you can see, we're the best of British iconic characters, but we've also got world-class content from Nick Jr., like Paw Patrol. Um, we have nine presenters in the studio and a monkey, milkshake monkey. And these are some of the series that we have, but we've got a couple of clips to show you if you want to introduce the chef. Shane the chef, yes. This is, um, it showcases the series brilliantly. It's about healthy eating, first and foremost, and getting children into new recipes. Um, but the clip, it really showcases the relationship between Shane and his daughter Izzy. He's a single parent family. He looks after Izzy. And okay, it. So this is the kind of show you really love, yeah? Yes. Let's see the clip. <laughs> oh, Mum. How you doing laying the tables, Izzy? You're usually done by now. Izzy? Oh, I see. Mum used to lay the tables every morning. I know, it's tough without her. But we're doing okay, aren't we? We wanted to show that because um, milkshake's all about heart as well as humour. And we felt that that really showcased you know, how you show emotional connections with kids, especially about their families. Right. Um, so, you know, that was a sort of like showcase of that. That's good. Now, do you want to do the next clip now? Yeah. And I'm talking really quiet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right, so, the ne so the next clip, do we want to do the next yeah. clip? Do you want to yes, that up for us? Um, it's Other Louise, yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's from our mixed media series, um, Flugels. And it's about discovery and um, exploring the human world, as they refer to them. Um, and it's accidental learning. What are we missing? It's inflating! Hot air is the missing part, sir. The flame under the balloon in Boomer's picture was heating up the air inside. Uh, everybody, the balloon! Come back, balloon! 
Hot air must cause things to rise, like balloons. Um, guys? And Junior Flugelboomer? Ah, stop that hairdryer and follow that flugel! <laughs> so this just gives you an example of, you know, sort of like the quite upbeat content that we have. These are three aliens, they explore the world, and it's a way of doing science and learning in a very, very different way. Um, and we're really excited to announce um, today that these are six um, new commissions that we've had brand new series of Peppa Pig, uh, brand new series of Flugels um, and Little Princess for the Autumn. We're super excited about that. Some acquisitions, Thomas and Friends, who goes around the world, uh, Parada and Capitano, which is a, um, a, a seafaring pirate. Mm -hmm. We're really excited. Um, we've got a new Milkshake Monkey series, which is all about <laughs> history and geography. So this is something quite different for us. It's an in-house show. Um, and we've even got Milkshake Monkey here. I don't know if she's here, Helena, um, who's our ninth presenter. So we're very excited about it. So all of these are coming for the autumn. So we're really excited right. about that. So if you can see this, um, this is what we're looking forward to. Yes. Um, obviously, we're preschool. We're two to five. Um, our core is sort of sweet spot is three to four. Um, we're looking for animation and starting to look at live action now as well. Um, factual and comedy live action series. Um, for Milkshake, it's you know the real core values we need. It's heart and humour, adventure, curiosity, um, and celebrating and reflecting reflecting the lives of British kids on screen is really key to Milkshake. We're quite traditional in the sense that obviously we have the presenters, there's nine of them. They work on rotation um, and they do a lot of links and instruction and it's really connecting with the child, the audience at home and you know showcasing first moments for them, big achievements, their birthday cards. So really we like to feel that they feel really encompassing and very homey and welcoming for them. Um, in terms of what we're looking for, it might be easy to tell you what we're not looking for. <laughs> um, so we don't want a peak show, we don't want a dog show, we don't want a train show. We've, we, we've got those. So, so no trains, things. no dogs, no pigs. No pigs. Pig. Okay, Pepper, right. Paul, God Thomas. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I think, you know, sort of, we, we look at things around the Early Years Foundation because this is sort of like two to, two to five. So that's, you know, kind of a, quite a basis for what we look at. Um, character and story driven, um, visual diversity, telling stories in a different way. Um, things that we're really interested in, uh, creativity and um, outdoor play is something that's very, very mm. interesting to us. Manners, fairy tales done in a different way. We want to look at UK and, and world culture as well, how we could do that in a milkshake way. Mm. STEM's very interesting to us, healthy living. But um, I think, you know, sort of we will look at most pitches because we also work across, uh, I'd work across Nick Jr. as well. So we I mean, I think that's kind of the interesting thing yeah. about you because you're Milkshake, Channel yeah. 5, but you're also this other stuff, Absolutely. the Nick. Yeah. And so you're willing to look across and 100%. maybe, let's say, the budgets would be a little bigger because it was going across different channel platforms. Absolutely. I mean, we would do, we're very flexible in the way that we work and we have different deal structures. But anything that comes in, um, you know, we, we share across. I'm on the International Programming Council for Nickelodeon, so we would review for um, Nick Jr. as well at the same time. They are different brands, mm -hmm. um, but then we would look and see what would what would fit for us. Mm -hmm. um, and we're really excited about the Young Audiences Content Fund. We've got six shows applying currently, um, high-end animation, factual and also a, a preschool drama so these are new things that we haven't done before um so we're very excited about those so say those again it was high-end high-end animation um a live action drama and um a factual entertainment show factual entertainment well. yes. and that's all going to be part of the youth content fund you said yes they're, they're at, uh, we, we've 
we were looking to commission those, and they're, they're applying. Okay. Currently because moment. I had read that you you were doubling the milkshake it's budget really, with a seven-figure boost anyway, absolutely. right? Absolutely. It's very exciting. So yeah. we spent the last year really looking at what we want. Milkshake is doing fantastically well, and it's block. It's the number one preschool channel for kids 4 to 15. Um, uh, we've had six years of growth on Linear, which is amazing. And so Channel 5, Ben Frau and Alison Bukanovic, my, my bosses, we, you know, we looked at how we could then, you know, sort of continue to build on Milkshake as a brand, but also as this brilliant British content that we mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, we've, we've doubled the budget um, in the Ofcom review, um, the children's review. Uh, we did a lot of work, work on that and we're looking to increase our hours to 50 hours uh, by 2021. So Where are you now? If you were? Uh, it was about 30. 30, so you're going to go to new hours. Brand new hours, yeah, so brand new. 30 brand new hours. Now 50, it's going to go to 50 yeah. by 20... 2021. 2021, okay, so well we, that's quite we, a significant we, increase. Okay. Yeah, it is, 65% increase. So. Mm -hmm. We were looking, you know, we're looking for animation, but live action is interesting to us as well because obviously those things can be made sometimes okay. a little bit quicker to get on air. Okay. And I think it's just, um, you know, the, the fund is really interesting for us because it just means we can diversify a bit and do sort of shows that are maybe not as commercial as what we would looked at before. Um, so, yeah, we're very excited about that and, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, we will get, you know, some of that funding. Great, that's perfect. Yeah. Now listen, I want to open up to you all because I'm sure you have questions. So we have some mics, I think. So if we could get the mics ready. Um, if you don't have a question, I do have one. But is there anybody who has one? Do you want to ask one of these commissioners, you know, anything about what they're saying? Absolutely no questions. <coughs> Seriously. No? It was so clear. You were so clear. <laughs> clear. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to you. All right, there's one. If we get the mic to this, I, I think it's a man. There, keep your hand up. Sorry, I can't quite see you. Yep. There we go. Is there another one? Get your hand up and we'll get a mic to you. I'm Anybody slightly else? worried because we went out to dinner last night. You can't tell that I'm a man. I'm sorry. I just can't <laughs> see you. <laughs> oh, there you are. I got you now. Right. This man runs a fund. He's a banker. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so just, just also, it was very impressive. Thank you very much for your ideas. Tell you, us your name. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> so it's Colin Brown. Um, so I basically, yes, I run a bank, but also do uh, run a YouTube channel called Choo Choo TV. So YouTube TV is a big channel. We have 800 million views a month, and our audience is very global. So I'm just really interested. Obviously, you know, this has been very much about UK content, UK audience, but obviously the UK audience is very multicultural in itself. So I'm interested to see where are you thinking about that kind of, not diversity in terms of character reflection, but diversity in terms of audience reach. That's an interesting one. I mean, in, in some ways that plays into the, um, the YAC fund too, because they want it to be very British. And it's almost, I mean, with the, at the presentation yesterday, they, and they, she sort of kept saying British, 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 you know, which is kind of funny because as we all know, lots of kids programming is really good, it will travel. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things. So what, what would you say, Simon, or anyone want to respond to our question? So CITV, you know, it's a very long-running British brand. Um, so I'd say we reflect all sorts of children's lives. Diversity is kind of key for us. But I would say that in the free-to-air space, one of CITV's distinctions is that we are very British and we have British children on screen, mm. which really sets us aside, sets us apart from many of our competitors. Mm. So kind of best of British is still at heart of CITV, but we need to make sure that children from all wakes of life are represented on the channel and we're going to get more children on the channel 
through this real push for live action content. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an interesting dilemma in a way, Louise, one of the Louises mm -hmm. can probably um, answer this because you know, you're know you a global broadcaster, but obviously yeah. Channel 5 is a local broadcaster. So do you think internationally as well? or Absolutely. Um, I mean, for Milkshake, we, we predominantly look for UK content because we are a you know, British preschool brand. Um, and I think, you know, we represent kids on screen through our studio content that we have with our presenters. And we celebrate cultural days like Chinese New Year, Grandparents Day, etc. So we bring kids in through our studio as well. We go out and film with the presenters, uh, make short form, which we have on all different platforms um, as well. And, you know, we sort of we, we, we have content on YouTube, but it's to support um, the linear block and our VOD service, My5 Player and our VOD services as well. So we try to be sort of on all those platforms where kids are as well. In a way, Carl, you've got the most, out, you know, because you're going to be creating something on YouTube. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Might go on, Cho what is it called, Choo Choo? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think the team proposition though will still feel very British. I mean, as you know, Simon said, I think that's really important. Um, E4 is slightly different. You know, the the offering on E4 is to deliver up the best of American actually content and the best of British, um, and that's that's what's made us feel quite unique. Um, although, as as the sort of studios set up their own streaming services and that supply chain uh, potentially being sort of turned off to us, we need to become more and more self-sufficient. Um, and I think we probably will have to become a bit more local um, mm -hmm. feeling, uh, more British feeling if that, um, uh, to kind of be a point of difference to those, those streamers. Very good point. Now there was another lady there, go ahead. Yes, she who hijacks the mic gets to ask the question. Yeah. Hi, um, Kate O'Connor, I represent Animation UK <laughs> and I made this point slightly yesterday, so for those of you in the room, sorry, it's a bit of a repeat, but I just want to say we are so pleased. We lobbied vigorously for the Young Audience Content Fund to be focused on children, have worked with Ofcom and our studios to, uh, you know, hopefully encourage this kind of announcements you're making. So um, I think there's a moment of this is all, you know, this is all potentially really good news for the sector. Thank you, Louise's, for um, talking about the brilliance of British content <coughs> and our brilliant animation companies ranged around the UK who are worldwide in their reputation mm. for preschool. But to Carl and Simon, I just wanted to say, don't forget animation for that older age group. Don't forget about the strength of animation, our comedy, our sharpness and technique uh, for the um, older age group, all the stuff that you're announcing, Carl and Simon. Um, I hope that you can review your priority for animation in the not too distant future for the Young Audience Content Fund. So uh, maybe you could both talk a bit more about animation, why you're not doing it and how you're going to do it. Well, well um, on E4, we've... Um, uh, I love that passion. Um, uh, uh, on E4, um, we've just uh, recently done a partnership with Adult Swim. Uh, well, Channel 4, actually. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Friday did a partnership with Adult Swim. So we've taken quite a lot of animation from them, things like Rick and Morty, which is obviously huge. Um, and I'm genuinely really interested in that, in that sort of space. Um, to be completely honest, we, I've, I don't think I've ever had a pitch for an animation um, at all since I've, been, I've only, only been at E4 now for sort of seven or eight months. But um, we'd be really open to it. And I think, again, the Contestable Fund, makes what might be seen as a slightly riskier area for us feel less risky. Um, so, so we're well up for hearing more ideas. i be honest, I haven't heard many, <laughs> if any. That's okay, good. good. <laughs> we'll see more of you then, Kate, won't we? Yeah. And Simon, you've sort of explained this, but do you want to just reiterate that it's not that you don't like animation, you're just trying to rebalance how much is on the channel, right? Is that 
yes, at the current moment, it is about rebalancing. Um, as I mentioned, and in the show reel, I've uh, got a couple of shows coming up. Uh, Dave Spard is kind of the great example. You know, that, is, that show just shouts British. It's uh, set in Manchester, a uh, really diverse setup, mm. um, great British vocal cast. Yeah. So on top of that, Mr. Bean, RoboZuna, Thunderbirds, really excited about working with Ardman mm. on Lloyd of the Flies. That's gonna be cool. So, so we have got projects coming through, um, mix that in with kind of our international animation that we have on the channel. Mm -hmm. So for the moment, the focus is on those three live action areas, but animation isn't forgotten because I think we've shown in the last 12 months a commitment to animation. Okay, other questions? Anyone? Where's the man at the back? Yeah, sorry, there. It's, uh, it's just a comment, really. As a factual entertainment executive producer, I think over the past few years, commissioning factual entertainment has gone down, and we've been, um, obviously, animation and drama has gone up. So I think it's very refreshing to hear that factual entertainment is being commissioned as well. Mm. So I just want to make that point as well, because, mm. um, you know, commissioning has gone down for factual entertainment, and animation has ruled um, in the kids' sector a lot, which, of course, it has. Um, but I think fact, fact tent is something very important and it's really refreshing to know that that has gone up and it will be going up. Can so. I just say, off the back of that, um, for those, I don't know how many of you know, uh, but we've also changed our terms um, on, on E4, so they're far more uh, appealing. Uh, they were shit before, I thought. Um, <laughs> and, um, so, That's so a quote. We, so we, we, are, uh, we, are, we are much, we're in line now with Channel 4's um, change of terms, so, uh, you know, 100% ex-UK, we, we control more in the UK, but for factor entertainment companies and formats, I think that's a brilliant, brilliant move, particularly free for because it, it went from not very good terms to much, much better terms. Yeah. And I would also say as well, for Milkshake, you know, factor entertainment is a real window on the world for kids, and that's something we're very, very interested in, and looking at those formats to say we've got one format in, which we're super excited about. We are, we are. This, yeah, is one, this is yeah. one you can't tell us about, yeah, right? Yes. We, 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 come we, on. No. We'll not tell anyone. No. <laughs> but in terms of your question as well, it's nice to get more pictures for factor entertainment, because we, we don't get that many, really. Mm. So it'd be, it'd be good if you do have some, please. Do come and share. Yeah, that's all part of us wanting to get more children on screen. Yeah. And one of the areas we're looking at is the uh, make, uh, make and do art and craft yeah. show. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an yeah. area we're looking yeah. at. Yeah, it's like you say, it gets more kids on screen. It also helps with diversity, all that stuff. You know, it's, it's like really reflect British kids and get yeah. them on screen. And that's mm. what the fund wants to yeah. kind of reflect children's yeah. lives. So, yeah. factual entertainment goes hand in hand with that. Right. Other questions? Yes, here's one here. Hi everyone, um, Darren Nate, and I work with Simon at Thai TV. Um, just going back to the comment on animation, um, basically before the fund was even announced, we already recognised <laughs> that CITV needed some British animation on the channel. Um, so the shows that Simon showed, it's been two years, two, three years in the making. Mm. Um, so we really, really want more British animation on the channel. We don't want you to not pitch it into us. Um, we are a British company. We only have, we don't have international channels. Um, so do come in and see us. Um, the live action shows, yes, we want to rebalance the channel. That would happen. But um, our focus is also on animation. Okay, anything else? No? Okay, so let me just stop. I'm going to start, I'm going to stop, but I'm going to ask one question, quick answer from all of you, because it gives people kind of a feeling for, you know, what you might like. So 
I'm going to ask you first, Simon. What's your favorite show that you've commissioned recently, or you know, what's one that really you thought, wow, that's cool? Um, I think Project Z is just a really striking show. So it started as 4C. That was a, it just really blew us away, you know, kids mm. running around in a school as escaping zombies. Um, <laughs> and it's just, multi-platform. Yeah, it's just ideal for CITV. S4C did a great job on it. We kind of created our own CITV English language version. You know, diversity was key in that. We kind of covered schools up right. and down the yeah. country. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you found this, but some schools were just perfect for a zombie game show. It was like one in Liverpool that kind of had underground tunnels. So wow. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and the shout out to Scrambled as well, which is, as you probably all know, our um, Simcast uh, weekend morning show that runs for over half the year. Okay. Uh, the team do a great job on that. Okay. So, Shauna, do you have a, a different show or would you also say <laughs> the well, zombie? What, what I would say about Project Z is that it, it was really risky. The production team did a fantastic job, but it kind of came about because we were looking for a sort of zombie you know, zombies were a thing, escape rooms were a thing, you know, and just getting all of that into one game show that really worked, and they worked fantastically hard. But the interesting thing about taking a risk is, and sometimes risks don't work, you know, I've got things I would never put up there, and, um, and we just keep quiet about those. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there, there are projects like Project Z, that IP now for Boom, the company, is really, really... Uh, you know, it could go everywhere in the world. So yeah. although our budgets are small, then, you know, if we work with you making a, a good show, then that's something that's in your, in your canon, if you like. Uh, I was also, I, I was proud of, of the three projects I, I showed you. And Day and Aloni is just one of our completely big hitters, which is a drama with fantasy elements. And the budget is absolutely minuscule. So it's just... Clearly really it's lovely. hard for them to do one show. Okay, Carl, one show that you really like. Uh, Pants on Fire, which is this new extreme bluffing show uh, hosted by Emma Willis. I think the talent mix will be really interesting and the format's different, innovative. Okay, one show, Louise. I think I think it has to be Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Ultimately, killer not filler. That's what we look for. Yeah. Um, it's the number one brand, and it's what's interesting is there's a news report recently that said about how um, American kids are learning how to speak in a British accent because of Peppa Pig, and we love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, so we have some speed meetings that are going to happen. Um, you'll, there's going to be a slide about that. Uh, I want to thank our producers, Barry Quinn and also Estelle Hughes. Thank you very much for all your work. And could you please uh, thank you for coming. And also please join me in thanking our panel, who were wonderful. Thank you.